Hey, welcome everyone to a new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. And in today's episode, we'll be talking about love bombing in a narcissistic relationship. Okay, 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 okay. okay. First of all, I'd like to make one point clear, which is that maybe sometimes my voice may seem tired, I may sound exhausted, I may sound like I'm about to cry. Well, I did cry in one of the episodes that I published recently. Um, about how the narcissist will ruin your friendships and they will, like, be happy that, uh, when you are trying to build relationships with people, they will come over and they will ruin them whenever they get the chance to, whenever it's convenient for them. Well, I think, um, (coughs) damn it, my throat. Uh, it's pretty recent. It's not really, you know, old. Um, I think it's in the, like, before when the, when your family enmeshed you, something like that, like, in that zone, in that time zone. And, uh, so maybe my voice will seem tired to you maybe it'll seem exhausted maybe it'll seem like it'll cry i'm just trying to say whatever it is that's in my mind sometimes i even change to change to forget (laughs) sometimes i even forget to change the tone of my voice so like you'll hear me talking like this the whole time in a whole two minutes straight and not changing my tone of voice And that's because I'm focusing on the content and what to say, and I don't really focus on, like, uh, rising and, uh, you know, going up and down with the pitch. So, I mean, I sometimes forget, but it's not that I'm bored, or I'm actually extremely excited to record every single episode with you guys, and I'm really appreciative of you listening to my bullshit and me you know, rumbling around and talking about personal stuff. Stuff that actually, a lot of it had actually happened to me and that talking about has actually been really, really therapeutic to me. And it's, I mean, it's been a long way. And I have noticed a huge improvement in my own way of dealing with abuse especially since i'm i want to be sure one day when i go to a therapist and be diagnosed with ptsd because that's what i sorry that's what i am most uh mostly suspecting of having because i mean the symptoms are obvious and I just like to be sure, hopefully one day I don't like to be left untreated. So yeah, just to open a small parenthesis there and to make uh, this note clear. And usually I record at night here in the time zone, so I'd like to not scream as much, not be loud, not be, you know, like, 
you know energetic because it's quiet and um yeah yeah so you know the mood and i'm just trying to make sure that it is that the sound is good that everything works properly and that's the most important thing right okay so and i know sometimes i may whisper and i'm like talking in a very small like tone but let's like that's because i'm trying to not make much noise okay so anyway um so we talked about narcissistic cycle of abuse where the narcissist will make you go through this ride of love bombing and then the devaluation phase and then the discard phase and then actually the fourth uh, phase which is hoovering which is extremely necessary in the narcissistic cycle of abuse because you know uh there's usually that phase between the discard and the love bombing which makes the connection so let's consider it part of the cycle um so in regards to love bombing and when it comes to someone who's dating or seeking a relationship with someone or like it doesn't really i don't think it happens really in like family relationships is obviously maybe if you're away like you're abroad and then you come home after like uh, come to your home country and visit your so-called family because basically at this point if you're if you're like me you'd be considering everybody as just a mere bloodline connection like no emotional tightness around you know what i'm saying so it's like uh only administrative connection that's going on basically um and I don't know, it just got to that point. I don't care. Anyway, um, so, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, so, when you come home from a long stay abroad, they may actually love bomb you, and you love bomb them as well when you give, when you give them those gifts, and they open them up, and they say thank you, and there's a hug, and there's a kiss on the cheek, and everything and everybody's happy and the dinner is huge the lunch is huge everything is big and then the next three days you know the first two days are extremely exciting and 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 full of joy and happiness that this person has actually come home from a, a long work time abroad and now they come here for you know a couple of weeks vacation and when they get to spend the time here with the family, it's love, 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 love everywhere. It's celebration. It's the lunch that is spectacular. It's the dinner that is full of a lot of talks, a lot of conversation. Two days after that, everything is back to normal. <laughs> yeah, and I've had extremely very very personal experiences with this not me in particular but my golden child sister 
yeah, it always happens like that. It always, it's the same fucking pattern. And in, okay, so it's the same pattern every single time with the family. And then the workplace situation, I don't really think it's pretty, pretty obvious. I think maybe at the very, very beginning in the interview phase, it might be obvious because then they're, you know, apart from the fact that they're asking you questions about the job and what you want and uh, what they're offering you, etc. Um, the promises at first, you know, you're the work conditions here are really comfortable, the salary is really exciting, the documentation is official, and they tell you all of those promises which which seem exciting and, you know, um, enticing to hire someone, to, to, to make the potential employee want to work there, want to work in the, you know, company. And so I think maybe that's the point where love bombing is clear. Like the phase of the interview and then the very first couple of days or weeks of work within the company, that's when love bombing is huge and obvious. And yeah, okay, as for the romantic relationships, it's pretty fucking obvious. Love bombing in dating. I think in the mo- in the re- in the remote uh, romantic relationship is where it's most obvious. And I mean, usually you confuse it with like genuine love and connection, and someone actually considering you and actually thinking that you are visible for once, and actually no that, that that's not that that's not it that's not it that's not it and by the way um i think it was youtube channel called charisma on command he has pretty uh interesting videos and a pretty interesting content i advise you to watch uh, a few of his videos he talks about a lot of stuff that's interesting uh, he talked about one thing in particular, and this one, I had a friend share it, and she m- recommended that we watch it. You know, uh, young people and uh, young adults, to know about relationships and everything. There's a, this is the thing that we have to be aware of. In the movies they show you love bombing what it is what love bombing is you know as like this phenomenal mesmerizing fantasy phenomenon fantastic phenomenon that everyone should look up to they present it as this ideal flawless thing that they the, the characters fall in love with a lot of passion and a lot of craze and a lot of, you know, intimacy and there's so much chemistry also involved with the passionate kissing and hugging and everything. And um, not to mention the sex scene, but sex scenes, but we're not going to go into details there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you, if you were able to 
like perceive, like watch the movie from an an analytical neutral eye, you will notice how it's so obvious. Like you cannot deny the fact that love in Hollywood movies and even in Arab Arab movies or Bollywood movies or Korean movies or whatever. Uh, you know, uh, whichever nationality, there's this concept of love bombing as something that is worshipped and that's so flawless and godlike, almost. Where people should be falling in love like that and romantic relationships start like that. Let me tell you something. Real life romantic relationships, and I've, let me tell you something also. I had a huge, like, very, very difficult time dealing with this statement. I could never believe it. Like, I spent a lot of time thinking about it. And honestly, like, I could not believe it. Like, it didn't make sense to me. But afterwards, when I saw the video and and when I read about love bombing and when I watched YouTube videos talking about love bombing and everything became clear. And this statement confirms it. In real life, love bombing is toxic. And love bombing is only going to cause suffering and pain afterwards. Because, okay, so we know that narcissism is a spectrum, right? Every one of us in the, on this planet, in this world, has a percentage of narcissism. And it's okay to have a bit of narcissism within you. You know, it's it's okay to be, you know, self-centered sometimes. You have to take care of yourself. If you're looking to take care of yourself and your own needs and wants, that's already narcissistic. But that's not toxic. What's toxic is if you spend 90% of your time looking for that external validation from other people, consuming their energy and time and mind and everything, and money to satisfy you, and whenever they have run out of any of those resources, you throw them away like a piece of garbage, like a piece of trash, and you go look for someone else to replace that supply, and the cycle repeats itself over and over again. And it never ends. And that's a problem. So, I think I lost my boy here. What I'm trying to say, anyway, is that in reality, the love bombing that we see on the movies should be at all times avoided and at all times not followed and not, you know, uh, executed like implemented in real life because it's harmful for both the love bomber and the love bombed not the love bomby <laughs> the love bomber and the love bombed it's 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 harmful for both and it only it's it's a huge part of abusive toxic relationships afterwards okay so this love bombing that i'm going to talk about right here is the one where we usually find in romantic relationships because it's where 
like I said, the most obvious. This article is taken from healthline.com and I recommend that website as well because they have a lot of articles that talk about uh, psychological topics like narcissistic abuse and self-help and parenting family and everything in between and uh, they're pretty much thorough about what they're saying and I recommend the website so article is entitled love bombing 10 signs of over-the-top love Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so without further ado, number one is they lavish you with gifts. And like I mentioned, this happened to me with my golden child sister. She always lavishes us with gifts. Not to mention, it's someone's duty to... It's like when someone comes from abroad and they're visiting for a couple of weeks it's okay to have to, to to buy stuff and to give people gifts okay i don't mind that but when it's too much when it's when there's excess of gifts and there's too much to handle that's when there's a suffocation of like having to receive and not being able to say no, not to be able to reject a gift, unfortunately. So from this article they said, love bombing often involves over the top gestures such as sending you in, oh, sending you inappropriate gifts to your job, um, dozens of bouquets, instead of one flower <laughs> for example or buying expensive uh, plane tickets for a vacation and not taking no for an answer that's the key the fact that if you're suffocating with a lot of these gifts and you really really want to say no because it's extremely uncomfortable and just it's it's embarrassing and you gotta put it put a stop to this you're also gonna find yourself in the situation where you cannot say no because even if you say no they're not gonna take it for an answer they just don't take it you know um, all of this can seem harmless enough but the point is to manipulate you into thinking you owe them something that's the problem is when they lavish you with all these gifts and you always have to receive them with appreciation and thank you and you know uh very good job well done excellent you know everything and you cannot say no because they can't take no for an answer you feel like it's suffocating to the point where you're manipulated into thinking you owe them something and you always owe them when they always give you these lavish you lavish sorry lavish and spoil you with these gifts and there's the problem with love bombing 
It seems innocent at first, like they lavish you with gifts, like the title in itself, the subtitle in itself is innocent, seems innocent at first, but then you read this, these, if, these few statements and you already understand how dangerous it is. Because part of being a narcissist is always wanting to get what you want, always looking for ways, cunning, subtle, you know, not so obvious, indirect, offensive ways of getting what you want from people. And it doesn't matter how they feel, how they're going to, you know, react, how they're going to tell you, if they're going to be pissed or not, if they're going to be sad or not, if you're going to be, you know, just, it doesn't matter. All that matters at the end is what you get. And there's the problem again. It's sort of like when, you, when you're manipulated into feeling like you owe them something, that's already giving them supply. In a way, right? See what I mean? I hope you saw what I meant. <laughs> Number two, they can't stop complimenting you. Holy shit. Oh my god. Flashbacks. We all crave admiration. But constant praise can make your head spin. If someone expresses their undying love after just a short amount of time, it's a potential red flag that their feelings aren't genuine. And let me tell you why this is a huge flashback for me because it happened I don't, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie it actually happened at least like quote-unquote dating with me and I never really saw it for what it was first like I never I knew that there was a feeling inside that was just killing me and my guts were really mumbling and tumbling and dancing and the feeling of of this whole compliments excess excessive amount of compliments was not comfortable like I know it wasn't comfortable I just didn't figure it out at first you know it felt uncomfortable and it felt so heavy but then I just didn't see it at first it didn't seem so obvious but now that I read this this is huge this is red flag right here shimmery red flag the, the fact that they constantly compliment you and they express their undying love to you at a you know in a very very short period of time like let's say like a few days or a few weeks or a few months even that's dangerous that's red alert and this is also what happens and what we see with our own eyes in movies in romantic movies and they like from the first day they'll tell each other i love you like what the fuck dude like i'm already gonna go to the to this point of i love you being so fucking easy with these people and it's just so weird so weird but it's just a huge red flag that we cannot it's it's in in plain sight but that's the problem because it's in plain sight but we can't see it it's so weird right um so some common over-the-top phrases that they might use include i love everything about you i have never met 
anyone as perfect as you. Or even, you're the only person I want to spend time with. OMG. Like, seriously? Seriously? Are you fucking serious right now? Like, wake up. Wake up. Hey, are you serious? Um, when you're, listen, if you're a person who's too innocent, I don't want to use that word, I hate that word. If you're a person who's not aware of this tactic that's used to hook you and keep you under their control, you have to, you have to be aware, like you have to read you have to know that this is a huge red flag and you have to run away as soon as possible because if they compliment you too much and you can't handle it and you feel it in your gut that this feeling is so heavy you can't take it it's uncomfortable yet you pursue this person and you continue with them you're putting this heavy load on your shoulders without you even knowing so you might as well take off that load freaking run as fast as you can just make up any sort of excuse and ghost this person you know you're better off with someone who starts slow and starts with genuine feelings that take time for god's sake they take time to even be identified let alone be expressed with someone you know it's just so fake with these people it's not genuine at all like from a very short period of time and you're already suffocating me with your compliments fuck off dude fuck off number i have oxygen to breathe i don't breathe your compliments okay so um number three they bombard you with phone calls and texts oh my god this is love war love nuclear nuclear bombs love rockets this isn't just love bombs <laughs> this is literally love love bombing this when they bombard you with phone calls and texts that's already like a third world war bomb like love bomb they call text message you over social media 24/7 while being in constant communication while while being in constant communication is normal when you're first dating it's a red flag if the communication feels one-sided and becomes increasingly overwhelming so they call and text and contact you through social media 24/7 they won't leave you alone and at first, you know, in a in dating, it may seem normal because you're like you're finding this person attractive and charming and that's okay, you know, that's normal. But it's not to the point where it feels one-sided and it's overwhelming like when you even when you're about to sleep, you can't sleep. You have to talk to this person. You know, it's so annoying. Really annoying. Uncomfortable. And a red flag. Um, number four is they want your 
undivided attention. And let me just say one remark before I move to number four. Is when, for example, you're about to sleep, you're really tired, you had a very exhausting, you know, day. And you're contacted by this person who's love bombing you. And you want to sleep, but they tell you, like, I'm so attracted to you. You're so charming. You're so lovely. Or this and that and this and that. And they will fill your head with all these compliments. And then they'll want to have, you know, an intimate call with you. And instead of sleeping, and every time you tell them, like, I'm tired. Like, I'm really tired and I want to sleep. Like, I can't take it anymore. I can't stay longer. Like, can you please stop? Like. No, they won't stop. No, it's until it's until it's convenient for them when they stop. When they finish. <laughs> when they finish is a better word. It's not convenient for you. It doesn't matter. You don't matter at this point. What matters is me and how much fulfilled I am and um how late I'm going to stay. And that's all that matters. You All you have to do is follow my fucking lead and uh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, no. No. That's a huge red flag right there. Okay, so uh, number four is, like I said, they want your undivided attention, which also relates to number three. But it's sort of like an extension of it. Thereof. Uh, when you focus, when your focus isn't on the other person, they might be angry. Um, this can look like pouting when you're on the phone with friends, and uh, or or refusing to leave after you say you have to be at work early the next day. Healthy partners respect your boundaries, commitments, and ideas. And this is already, like, you should know at this point, by this time, if this person you're dating, quote-unquote, is doing this to you, like, they'll get pissed off if you ever say you have to go to work or you're meeting up with friends or you're having some grocery type of, I don't know, mission to do. Like, you, you have something to do, and you're going to be away from them for, like, a couple of minutes or a couple of hours. They get pissed off. Run away. Run away. Healthy partners, and let me repeat this, they respect your boundaries, commitment, commitments, and ideas. And when they respect them, they really do. They know what, they know what they're doing. Because they put themselves in your shoes, and they also think you're equal to them. So they won't do that to you as well. They won't allow you to do that to them either, because you, you're goddamn equal. Okay? So, there's a big difference. Number five. As they try to convince you that you're soulmates. Wow. Telling you their dream, they dream that God told them you two should marry is a manipulation tactic. Um, I will be recording episodes on the traits of narcissist nine, and I'll talk about each very thoroughly individually. One of which is 
like the uh, grandiose, but also the fantasy of occupation, excessive occupation with uh, fantasy in like um, be like thinking they're thinking to themselves they're the most godly person or the most intelligent person or the most you know beautiful woman or whatever and they will do that they that's actually what's in their head you know that's how they think and part of the grandiose part also is that they will be delusional sometimes You, you know they they'll say things like god told them or god showed them or god showed up in their dreams and they told them about this stuff and then you're like huh like what (laughs) but yeah like part of their grandiosity is that they will say this stuff and they will act as though it's something surreal like it's so real you can't even believe it because they're unique by the way and that's also one of their nine traits is that they believe that they're very special and unique and nobody understands them poor narcissists um so they'll tell you that god told them you sh- you two should marry and believe me this is at the beginning of the fucking relationship you haven't even started yet you haven't even launched the relationship and it, and this person is already telling you you should get married uh, I mean, okay, I'm not gonna lie, I also did it before, like, when I was, quote-unquote, dating these people, I was also talking about marriage at the very beginning of the relationship, and I was kind of rushing it already, and I just, I felt, like, so guilty about it afterwards, and it's just, it felt so inappropriate. Like, I'm already talking about marriage when I haven't even met this guy for not even close to a year. Like, we haven't even been together for a whole year, and we're already talking about marriage. Like, this is so fast. I gotta be careful next time. However, and I'm not gonna lie again, I also noticed that I changed when it comes to that, and I want it to you know, make stuff progress slowly instead of make it fast, you know, because it's healthier that way. So if what they say sounds right of a film, (laughs) take heed, run away. If it sounds like some sort of a quote from a movie, yeah, run away, dude, run away. Other things they may say, we were born to be together. Or, it's fate. It's fate that we met. Or, you understand me more than anyone. Or even, we're soulmates. So they tell you these things, and it's just the beginning of the relationship. And you can feel like the plane, like instead of, like rolling on the ground a bit and then rising in the air and then launching and then flying you you you'll get the sensation that this plane wants to fly like above the ground like directly 
how is that even possible? But yeah, these these people will treat the situation like that. You know, they won't take things slowly. They won't allow things to happen. They want everything right now, right now, right now, right now. Yeah, so it's really it's a huge huge red flag and if they ever sound like they're taking a quote from a movie, run away. Number six. They want commitment and they want it now. A love bomber might pressure you into rushing things and making plans for the future. This also relates to uh, the idea of marriage. So if they pressure you into rushing things and making plans, this love bomber, you know, they'll mention things like marriage or moving in together when you're only known each other for a very short while again. Real relationships take time to develop. And if it's already like starting from the few first few months or first few weeks, and this person is already talking about moving in. Sorry, moving in together or getting married or engaging or whatever. This is a very dangerous zone. And you need to quit. You need to leave this person alone. Like seriously, as soon as possible. Number seven, they get upset when you place boundaries. And here's the thing with love bombers. Whenever you try to set a boundary or say no or come up with something that works for you but not for them or when you're not giving them the sufficient amount of attention that they want, which is never sufficient really, uh, when you try to focus on yourself and your needs and your wants, you're gonna cut, you're gonna. You're, you're gonna be turn out you're gonna turn out at this person who's self-centered selfish treating them like a piece of shit you don't give a damn about them you're people take care of you and think of you and dedicate their time and energy and money and spend it on you and you don't give a damn about anybody and etc etc and that's a narcissistic injury showing up manifesting as narcissistic rage and i already talked about it at the very 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 beginning of this podcast if you'd like go ahead and listen to that episode but like they're gonna be pissed if you set any sort of boundaries and this is where you know for sure that the person you're dealing with is not healthy and is not looking for a healthy slow real relationship they're looking for a quick quickie 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 right now relationship Again, a huge warning. When you try to tell them to slow down, as simple as that, like a freaking boundary, as simple as trying to slow down and take things slowly and build things gradually, you know, when you're trying to to tell this person something like this, they will continue to try to manipulate you to go get what they want. Someone who legitimately cares, on the other hand, will respect your wishes and back off. Someone who genuinely cares about you and considers you as someone who's really important to them, they will respect your boundaries 
and they will take a step back and think about it themselves and they put themselves in your shoes and think oh wow okay that's really reasonable and i should i should stop like if i'm taking things too quickly at this point i'm gonna have to stop because it's harming this person and it's harming me and i'm talking this person because it may be male or female and I'm not really mentioning males in particular or females because it happens in both cases. So this person, like whoever it is, male or female, um, if someone genuinely cares about you and they respect something and they know something called boundaries and they do respect boundaries, then they will take a step back. Make sure of that. However, a toxic person... A professional love bomber will be pissed if you ever try to set any sort of boundaries. So be careful with that. Number eight, they are overly needy. And remember the narcissistic supply we already talked about in a previous episode. Go ahead and check that out. So no matter how much time and access you you give to them, it never seems to be enough, which is what I already said earlier. No matter... Like you try to give them the quote unquote, su- the so called sufficient amount of time, you know, energy, money, etc., it's never going to be enough for them. And someone toxic will make you feel indebted to them so that they can rely on you day and night. And that's that's it, yeah, that's basically it. They will make you feel like you're indebted to them forever. And no matter how much you try to pay back, it's never going to be enough. So, there's a huge, there's another sign you have to be careful with. Number nine, you're overwhelmed by their intensity. They never turn down the charm and seem to be running on all cylinder when you're with them. You never know what to expect from one moment to the next and feel pressured into seeing them round the clock. Yeah, because they seem extremely intense and you don't know like how the next minute is going to pass by. like, And you don't know how their mood is going to turn out. You're not, you're gonna, you're not going to know how they're going to treat you the next five minutes. They want you around the clock, always there beside them. And you're overwhelmed by their by their intensity already. So, red flag. Legitimate love, legitimate love has its ups and downs. But it's respectful and not overbearing. Okay, so it has ups and downs, definitely. But at least it's respectful and and not overbearing, overwhelming, tiring, exhausting. None of those apply in a legitimate, you know, love and relationship. So, it's it's never really a thing, intensity. Like, you can't find this person, if you're in a healthy relationship, you'll never feel like this person is intense with you. You're, you're, you're most likely going to feel like this is comfortable and respectful and not overwhelming. And finally, number 10, you feel 
unbalanced. So unbalanced when it comes to really, really turbulent, you're not feeling okay the whole time. Like, you always, you have to be careful with the feelings of anxiety. Like, you're constantly anxious about if you're gonna, for example, if this love bomber, you know, buys and sends you a huge bouquet of flowers at your job every single day, you're anxious for like the next day or so if they're gonna send you this bouquet and if your boss is gonna find out and if your employees, your uh, sorry coworkers are gonna you know uh, expose you on it. If they're if you're gonna be embarrassed about it, you're constantly anxious and stressed out with this person. If you're having a hard time saying no because they, they already can't take no for an answer if like they lavish you with gifts or they want they want to spend the whole 24 hours with you you can't say no for a simple request of wanting to sleep um you're always gonna find yourself anxious and stressed out because of this person and the and the state in which you're going to be is not going to be comfortable because you're always, always going to find your kidneys releasing adrenaline and then cortisol and then we know how shit hits the fan from there. So, yeah. Which is abnormal. Okay, so originally I had another article that I was going to write on and it's also about love bombing but I figured it's going to take way longer than this already because i mean i already reached 45 minutes and i never really intend to make my episodes longer than 30 minutes originally but sometimes i just you know like they over explain a little bit so it's just to get the point across but mainly out of this whole thing um love bombing is a very dangerous dangerous phase so be careful who you meet be careful who you date you know, be aware of these signs. You really have to look for them. You really have to be aware that they're there if you're dealing with a toxic person. If there's any one of these signs, at least one or two of these dangerous signs of love bombing, beware that you're being love bombed and you need to leave as soon as possible. Because this is the start of a narcissistic, toxic, abusive relationship. And if you're already immune to these love bombing signs, then congratulations. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay? So, uh, be careful with these love bombing signs. They're really dangerous. So, that's pretty much it. Now, I do hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. And if you have any sort of intention, desire, or willingness to donate to this podcast, support it, you know, to see it successful, thrive in producing more uh, informative, entertaining, funny, serious, sad, informative, whatever episodes to you, then you're support is very much welcomed you'll be you'll be given a special shout out for that and sorry and so that's it for this episode i guess okay
So, yeah. I'll see you in the next one.